what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring, with the usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? Wow. Am I excited? The Pats are good. Pats are hot. Pats are hot. Pats are hot. They got Atlanta on Thursday. Got a long week to prep for Tennessee. We're going to blow out of the water. Loving it. We Uh, ain't going nowhere. Also, Spider-Man trailer just released, and it's also Nobody cares. Actually, a lot of people care, Brian. A lot of people care. And as always, we are an under-source for all things sports. If you know, you know. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. The week for underscore. Never seen Spider-Man. Podcast. It's amazing. Nah, it's lame. (laughs) You're lame. Sorry, yeah, Brian, you you're lame. Hey, you um, lame. I don't like superheroes. Sure, superheroes are great. Brian no, is a super. Brian is a superhero. That's right, baby. The wing is ready. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the they, from Brian. NFL the is, is ready. Is vastly approaching the end of the season. What was this week ten? Yeah, Ten. that's kind of nuts. Yeah, Dude, every year this freaking sneaks up. I know, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every year it's like, oh yeah, they played ten season. games. I know, that's what Crazy. I'm saying. Dude, the bye is gonna feel every like year. a year. It's um, so weird because you go except from we're gonna be MLB chucking season. the rock around, so it's gonna be great. Yeah. Because you go from the MLB season yeah, that's like still fifteen like years year. long, and then you have the NFL season that's just like, okay, it's done. Which is good and bad at the same time. Yeah. But Do you want it to be on? Uh, I'll start. Can I start with the Pats? Okay, pets. how about these Pats? They're really just, uh, they're dominating. It's really fun to watch. I mean, 45 to 7 against Cleveland Browns is pretty sick. Uh, Mac Jones only had four incompletions the whole game, which is kind of incredible. It's a genius. Yeah, first three touchdown game of his career, which is awesome. The biggest point of the game, three drives over 90 yards yep. and, you, and you cash in. Unbelievable. That's a 99 and 95 and a 92, I want to say. Yeah, I believe that it is was pretty majestic. And an 83 yarder, so that's basically right there with him. Yeah, exactly. It is um, just so awesome. Ramondre Stevenson. He, mm. just, he proved that he can really be a workhorse back because he like is Garrett. breaking tackles. He's breaking tackles left and right. He's just super, he's just super slippery. Um, it's great to see. I mean, obviously he fumbled earlier in the season, um, but it's really great to see him really have that revival game, especially against Cleveland. You know, it's going to be a big game um, and you really need him with Damian Cleveland Harris has out. like a top, they're a good defense and we trounced yeah. them. Also, their defense was healthy too. They their have, offense wasn't, but their defense was. Also, their O-line is top three. Yeah, their O-line is number one. Their O-line is oh, well, Yeah, it is number one. Well, and, it was good that we got him behind, forcing him to throw the ball. They just got ahead, forced the Browns to throw the ball, and you know. I mean, it was seven seven if, when they started when they were throwing the ball. But the Browns, I mean, mistakes. Dearness terrible. Dearness Johnson had like seventy something. Baker is really bad. Baker's really bad. They were. They should have even scored. McCourty should have picked that off. Yeah, great play by Phillips before Ninjoko should just caught the ball, but Ninjoko had some bad hands this game. I mean, bad. But it was great. It's great. Go Pats. Keep the train Go rolling. Pats. You you can't no. There's no room for mistakes because you muffed it early in the year. So you just got to keep grinding. You didn't muff it. You're nine and one right now. Maybe eight and two. But you muffed it. So you got to win. Yeah. You got to finish the, the year seven one. Yeah. Or no so, six one. Yeah, that's the thing. So you obviously Bill obviously brought in a lot of different pieces, and it makes sense for them to really start off slow. You have a rookie quarterback. You have a just, lot of different pieces. It wasn't necessarily starting out slow. It was just like choking. And they weren't that, choking. Yeah. It was coaching. I mean, the players was... never messed up. Like, well, other than Damian fumbling, but that shouldn't have, they shouldn't have had 16 points against the Dolphins. They should yeah. have scored more. They shouldn't have kicked field goals inside the red zone and not thrown a single pass into the end zone. Dallas, that defense was, I mean, that was bad. I mean, you just got to not give up third and 25 and, you win the game and you don't exactly. punt in overtime, blah, 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 blah. Well, Dallas is the one game where you just hope for like a massive monsoon. Dax and Dak Prescott has never reason to throw the ball 50 times like he did. 
You know, it's just there. And it didn't matter that he had to. They had the game and they their lineup. The thing about Dallas, I'm not blaming the coaches that much. Dallas, their lineup was Dallas's roster is just so stacked and they were rolling. And the Patriots were the Miami Lost were if anything. That's an excuse. They were they they need one they all the losses, all four of their losses they needed because they need with such a with such a young team, such a young core, such a new team, they need to find their identity. The only way to do yeah. that is to face failure. And they faced it four times and each week they bounce back. It's crazy Where how far they, we've come you know, from uh the wonderful Sunday of I wanna say October eleventh, I think it was. Yes, October eleventh. It was a great Sunday. You know, the, the Pats really struggled against the Texans and we were like, wow, they suck. They might win four games all season, but then they managed to win. And then we had the best moment of, you know, of the offs and Christian Vasquez. But, you know, that was that day. Fun day. Yeah. It was a fun that was day. really fun day. Also, Random thought. Yeah. But that's when the season changed. If they lost that Houston game, poop. Yeah. Also, down the pooper. Big, big improvements on third down. Seven <laughs> of nine. On third down. It started seven to seven, I think. Yeah. But or six so, to six. You know, six the Patriots are fourth in the NFL on third down. Yeah. They have like they're one top five they have, in everything. They're yeah. fourth and third top down five. percentage conversion. Right. And they, if, they, if they the hair, he's top five. I don't right. know top what he's five. doing. When's know. he going to figure it out? I don't know. Dude, the Patriots have are fourth and third down percentage, and they've faced third down like one of the most in the league, too. So you want to talk about efficient? Yeah, because they handed off on second and 10 on a little draw play. Freaking Josh. Josh, like, talk about inconsistent. I know we're trying to catch the defense off guard, but like the second yeah, well, now they've averaged play and a half to JJ Taylor. Games, so. I don't need that. I don't. They've averaged, I mean, we can knock on Josh all you want. They've averaged 37 and a half points the last four games offensively. So I mean, 54 and 45 that. helps that, but yeah. Yeah. So there's obviously a lot of questions. Luke did bring it up about can this team win against negative Nancy? I, I don't think that's negative. I'm joking. Because I'm joking. you have the best team in the AFC. You have the second best team in the AFC, the Bills and the Titans. You have to play those two teams three times. And it's going to show a lot whether you can hang with them and possibly beat them. If you can go one and two in those three games, you have a chance to get to 11 and six. Two and one, two and one. They got two I don't. I think if Luke what are you talking about in order in order to win the AFC East or in order to get a playoff spot? I think if I think we they have to, to go two and Titans. one to one, I think they should have goal set on the division. Because if you go two and they one, sh- if you split should, with the yeah. Bills, you're basically tied with them. They just need to lose one more game, yeah. um, which I'm sure they will. Um, I think we need to stop looking at the Tennessee Titans as this juggernaut opponent that we're going to face in two weeks. They're eight and they, two. Why not? They they scored offensively. Against, against the Rams, the Rams they they, their offense they scored, did nothing. And against the Saints, points. the same way. And, they and played, also and they, that and stupid they roughing barely, a passer call. They barely beat the New Orleans Saints. The Saints don't have a quarterback, running back, or receiving core right now. They had no Camara. They had no receiving core. They had no quarterback. They barely beat the Saints. The Saints had a two-point conversion to tie the game and send it to overtime. So I think with regards to Tennessee, Tennessee scored. If, if Matthew Stafford does not play like a Detroit Lion in that game, the, the Rams allow 14 points offensively. If the... Saints so much as have Alvin Kamara for, and now they have the same record as the Patriots. All it takes is two. All it takes is Matthew Stafford to play completely uncharacteristically, exactly. and for them to get lucky and Alvin Kamara to get hurt. And this team is now six and four instead of eight and two. I think we are wildly overlooking the Titans who have Julio Jones and Derrick Henry more so Derrick Henry. And in two weeks, they're never going to have Julio Jones nor Derrick Henry. And the and Patriots have ten days to prepare. And the Patriots have ten days to prepare, and they're rolling. I think the Patriots are a better team than the Titans right now. Um, when you add Derrick Henry to the mix, that's a little different. Uh, if they but, had Henry L, fat yeah. L. I, yeah, and this is I, I looking ahead. I don't game plan well against that, though. I, I don't have Bill, you know, Bill has his best game plans about against the best teams. It's as simple as that. I don't know, I don't know what clicks, but he, he always has his best game plan against the best teams. And I'm going to say right now, I have him on my fantasy team. I am benching him. When they play against New England, I am not starting AJ Brown because JC 
is going to lock him up. I don't care how fast, I don't care how strong he is. No one has no one has done anything against JC Jackson for a very long time. So Stephen A says, Stephen A says this the other day on first take about the Patriots. I totally agree with him. He said, you are not going to beat the Patriots. You're not going to beat Bill Belichick with no less than an elite quarterback. And in my opinion, the Titans don't have an elite quarterback. And in my opinion, if you look at... The elite factor of their team is gone. And exactly. I, I, in my opinion, you know, Bill Belichick also game plans really well against teams he's seen a lot. Seen the literally own the Bills his entire career. I don't count last year when he got blown at home. He was literally playing with half an arm and a bone. And they for a should. They, they went into no Buffalo one. and won if Cam wasn't freaking fumbling. Yeah, and they had the ball in the red zone with a chance to win or even tie or tie the game if not win the game and Cam fumbled. So, um, I, Belichick's game plan wise owns the Bills. Chiefs are shaking now. I'm kind of worried about the Chiefs, but I think I need one more dominating week. But the Chiefs have kind of found the groove a little bit. Still think they're beatable by Belichick. Yeah, and by sure. the way, Mahomes, if there's one coach that's always given Mahomes fits, it's Bill Belichick. Um, that literally covers the AFC. It's so non-competitive right now. I look at any team in the AFC North and say, just blew up the Browns, Steelers tied the Lions, Ravens lost to the Dolphins, and the Bengals have lost to the Jets. So I look at that division, I say, beatable, 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 beatable teams. Yeah, so, there's so many question marks in the AFC. It's all up for grabs. And really, the only team that's playing – that's really just dominating every single opponent they see is the Patriots. I'm not, not, I'm not saying that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. I'm saying that when they get to the playoffs, they are 100% going to compete and there's no question about it. And the thing about it is that look at their last four teams, the last three teams they played all three of my wildcard teams. They played three teams in a row that were just as good as them. And they absolutely threw the hammer on two of them and thoroughly in my opinion controlled the charger game so yeah. they that was three that that's basically the that's three wild card type games that they played in a row two of them were on the road and they've won three of them and they've showed defense they showed good offense dominating offense they showed good play calling they showed good run game they showed good pass game and in one of those games max showed an ability to close out the football game so they've literally shown it all the last three games. If you want to throw the Jets in there, by all means, they blew the crap out of the Jets too. Just <laughs> add on to it. If you're telling me this team is not like they get to they they can't they can't win the division, they're gonna get to a wild card. Probably gonna win the wild card game. Yeah. I mean, I, doesn't matter who they play. Yeah. Has anyone else noticed that Justin Herbert, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield all had their worst game when they played the Patriots? Yeah. So far this season, their worst game has come against the New England Patriots. I mean, Sam Darnold got benched because of Belichick for yeah. the second time in a row. Seeing ghosts. He's really also just bad, but yeah, that make, yeah. And, and, and there's no knock on the Panthers for being hurt. They, they had McCaffrey. He was healthy. They, had, they, activated, they activated Gilmore. He was healthy. Yeah. Um, you, can't, you can knock on the Browns for not having a run game, but De'Aris Johnson had like 60 yards in the first two seconds of the game for the Browns. Exactly. That they, the Browns just could not defend. This is this didn't come down to the Browns not having Chubb or Hunt. This came down to the Browns not being able to play defense. Yeah, I think it came the Browns down to letting up forty five points. I, I really, I really don't think if the Browns forty five unanswered. Hunt, yeah, I don't think if the Browns had Chubb or Hunt, they would have scored forty six points. No, they don't I get so. thirty eight points from two running backs. And the Chargers were completely healthy, and the Patriots beat them on the road. Yeah. After after coming off a loss to Dallas, they were three and four going into LA. LA was looking like they were going to win the AFC West, and the Patriots beat them. Like so, I just that's what Belichick does teams in, in these divisions. Now, if you look at, they've lost three games, right? The four games, three of them were the teams in the NFC. They have one AFC loss, and they should have won that game, frankly. So on the road, they play they play one AFC team, one NFC team. The rest of the way is at Dallas. Right, so Belichick is clearly showing that he's pl- coaching great football against teams he's very familiar with. He got the Bills twice. Like you're, you're telling me, they I think they'll beat the Titans. I think they'll take one from Buffalo, which means you can throw in one crap game loss. They just don't play well. To week seven, team week again. eighteen against the can't Dolphins afford it. in Miami. Jacksonville, Miami. You can't. You took away the chance to afford a loss say, after after losing I'd Miami. Say, and- if you take early. one from Buffalo and you beat Tennessee, you've regained that loss. If you take one from Buffalo and one from you Tennessee. still, but at that point, now you have a chance. You're looking me in the eye and saying they're they're going. I'm I'm telling you they're going to win one against Buffalo and one and they're going to beat Tennessee, which means 
by the rest of the way, they will have they they're not gonna they're not gonna end the season losing only one game. They're gonna lose two games down here, I think. Just two. But I I think they're gonna beat Buffalo once and beat Tennessee. And I think you're gonna have one okay, like you so, can't, so not playing they perfect football that Buffalo against they're the gonna, Colts or they might they might struggle against Indy. You know, that might be know. that might I, be it. They I can't lose to Miami or Jacksonville. They can't afford no. it. And I at that point, if they they're won't. splitting if they're splitting with the Bills and they beat the Titans, they have a chance to get the one seed in the AFC. And they might, fact. they might, but I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing that because that gives them a chance been, at 12 and five. If they lose he's one more game, he's shown to be great. He's and, shown to be great, Mac Jones. But I, I still think, you know, I think if they end the season 11 and whatever, 11 and six, that's a good, it's a good place to end. 10 wins will get them in the playoffs, in my opinion, as bad as the AFC has been, which means they can literally lose to Tennessee and Buffalo twice and still make the playoffs. Yeah. 10, also, 10 and 7 is the low, and they can make the play. They frankly could win at 9 and 8. This, uh, this division, no. this conference is so bad with that extra playoff spot. 9 and 8 can get them in the playoffs. I mean, so it probably need, won't. I think you need it's 10. It's got to be 10 and it's probably got to be 10 and 7. But also, also, I don't think that they're going to struggle against Indianapolis. First off, I don't know what happens, but they're really good on the road. Also, that's their bye week. Both yeah, I mean, look you, you ne- look, you never know. Um, but I, again, I, I, I personally think they're going to take one from Buffalo and beat Tennessee, which means if they win the rest of the games, they'll end the season with one loss and be 12, 12 and five. five. And probably so if you're to literally. tell me, so I, if we're just going by projections, I think they'll lose two games down the stretch. I don't think we can assume perfect football. Um, but I definitely think that this team is still good enough. I but think if they go, for real, if they go 11 a, and six legit football team. If they go eleven and six, they're going one and two against Tennessee and Buffalo. I, I mean, do not. I do not see them losing to Jacksonville. I honestly do not see them losing. Yeah, to if they're going to lose two games, it's going to be both against Buffalo. I, I, I think they can lose to Tennessee. Tennessee is a good team, but if they're to Probably lose no. two of those games, I think Buffalo. Buffalo's still really good. You like this has been the weirdest NFL season of all time. Yeah, where like Tennessee. It's eight and the two, but they've is, lost to the Jets. The Rams have lost <clears throat> to the. They lost the. They got blown up by the 49ers. and then other weeks they've looked like the best team in NFL history. Like you, we can't really look into who teams have beaten, who teams have lost to. It's kind of just like it's just week it. by week. Yeah, Buffalo exactly. Has been pretty bad for the majority of the season. They're the most one-dimensional team ever. They, they don't can't have run a the run ball. Game. They can't. They can't run the ball. You can't. have to be able to run the ball. So the, you so, got to be able to I'm run not, the ball to win to win a playoff game and by the way josh allen's has not proven to be elite in the playoffs no so like you really you really can't like you 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 can't say that it's not possible yeah let's not forget that they almost lost to indianapolis who was a seven seed last year with 50 year old philip rivers at quarterback i mean you look at the remaining the remaining quarterbacks that are going to compete against patriots carson wentz um everyone in the afc north Josh Allen, who's Bel- Josh Allen, who right now, I mean, Josh Allen. Okay, I'll give him, a, I'll give Allen a thumbs up. Um, Uncle Mel. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is still dangerous. Uh, I just watch, just give the Chiefs time. They'll, they'll get. It's this is like 2019 New England Patriots, where everyone else just sucked, just like the Patriots, and then you know, Patriots kind of ran with it in the playoffs. But um, other than that, I mean, what like what quarterback is also? I mean, my last quarterback, Belichick has literally owned Ryan Tannehill his entire career. Like pretty much owned the guy, other than the one Miami Miracle game. Like that's pretty yeah. much it. The division, Belichick, yeah, the divisional game was all Derrick Henry. Yeah, he ran like 180 yards against us. You talk about yeah. one coach who was like throws quarterbacks. You belt. You talk about one coach who's nasty against quarterbacks who he's played before. Bill Belichick. He's played yeah. Daniel a million times. Yeah, and then Jacksonville. Talk about a coach that dominates rookie quarterbacks. Bill. Yeah. And then Miami is just a. A you know what show, so I don't. I know. also, it's just. Weird. I also got I got bored the other day, and I was like, I'm gonna compare Mac Jones's first ten games to Brady's first ten games of his career with the Patriots when he won the Super Bowl. And I found some interesting crap. Oh my god! Watch Mac is, Mac is watch better. the Man in the Arena episode one. It's all about the 2001 season. Through Brady's first ten games, he was six and four. Four of his losses were teams with three of its three of the four losses were teams with winning records. Um, 
his first 10 games, Mac Jones has five games with a pass rating over 100, Brady at three. For the first 10 starts, Mac Jones has a higher completion percentage on 31 more pass attempts, 300 more passing yards, and a higher passer rating by like 10 points. 2001, the Patriots were top 10 in points scored and points allowed. 23 points a game, 17 points allowed this year. They're top 10 in both, 27 points a game, and 17 points allowed. Uh, 2001 Patriots had a very mediocre, like middle-of-the-pack offenses, yardage-wise. Bringing them the 13th, and then this year they're 14th. Um, but they their best game, their best aspect of their game was the run game. They both had they're gonna have a thousand yards. They're gonna have thousand. They're gonna have, whether it's Harris or Stevenson, those guys are gonna combine for like 1,800 rushing yards this year, some crazy like that. So I mean, they had a dominant run game this year. They had a dominant run game in 2001. And this is where it kind of gets crazy. Their turnover margin in 2001 was plus seven. Patriots are turnover margin is plus three, but they're plus six in their last four games. That's going up. Um, they ranked eighth in turnovers force this year. They also rank eighth in turnovers force. Um, they rank third in third down conversion this year. They ranked fourth. Um, last, by the way, 2001, their third down conversion ranked third. They're like 41%. This year, they're 47% on third down. And so, like, you want to talk about. All the similarities drawn. Like I'm, conf- I'm thoroughly convinced Bill Belichick went back into his closet, grabbed a binder, probably about, probably a thirty pound binder, dropped it on his table, just had 2001 on it, flipped it open, whipped out the game plan from 2001. Because it's like they're using Mac the same way they're using they use Tom Brady in 2001. Like they're only they're they know he knows they're very efficient quarterbacks, and he's only going to use them when he needs them. He's not going to over. We're not. They're not, they're not pulling a Kansas City Chiefs. They're not going to overuse Mac Jones. Right? He's not going to throw it 50 times a game. He's done it, what, once? Like He's not going to throw over 50 times a game. He's going to throw in the 20s, and every time he throws the ball, it's going to be a meaningful play. Like It's not just throw to throw. They're going to run the ball. They're going to own time possession because they know their defense is good enough, and that's what you need to do to win playoff games. Like, Banner number seven. I'm, I'm serious about this. Like, they started off slow. 2000, whatever, 2001, they started off six and five. They won. They started they off ended, five and five, and they, fit, they won the last six games of the year. They, yeah. Well, yeah. Five, Inspector Page with the numbers. Thank I'm you. Just, Literally just, watch. Andrew, you have, man, like, you have ESPN Plus. Watch episode one of Man in the Arena tonight. Do it. 54 minutes. It's great. Well, it's I am. Nick, like, you have ESPN AO, check no. the name. This this could not the big, be more. the big four has been changed. No, don't do that. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. This like this couldn't be more <laughs> just parallel. Now they're playing. They're playing against you know obviously the era they're playing in is different. But I think it by the time they when, if they make it to the playoffs and God forbid they make it to the Super Bowl, they're gonna prove that this type of football wins no matter what. Like you can change the league. You can run out, you can throw side on, you can throw left-handed, you can throw 75 yards downfield, right? You can you can get to the quarterback almost every play defensively, but at the end of the day, your defense has to force turnovers, your offense has to control the ball, and your offense can't turn the ball over. And that's what the Pagers are doing right now. It's just very simple. Don't F up. The real thing and it that's the that's real thing it'll games. prove you don't the real thing it proves is it's Belichick over Brady. That's the real thing it'll prove if yeah, they make it yeah. to the Super Bowl and win it. Belichick was really a system. I, I feel like I feel like there were only a few fans, and I I'm not like trying to like you know boost myself, but I was one of those fans who said it's Belichick's system. Brady was just the quarterback. Belichick owned that system, and now it's actually proved. It didn't prove last year. Because they tried to change it the last year because it was the first time in 20 years they had a new quarterback and they also they, had a quarterback in Cam Newton that they've, the system. they've never they had before. Change, they, so they tried to give him the running plays. Quarterback. They drafted mm. the clone. Yeah. They, exactly. With the la- the, it didn't work last year because Brady went to Tampa and brought in the entire Hall of Fame and Tom Br- and Bill Belichick completely changed their offensive system. And it did not work. It almost did. That would have been hilarious. But it almost did. If Cam didn't get kudos, I'm convinced it would have become close to working. They finished <laughs> okay. seven and nine. They finished seven and nine. No, 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 no. But that's they not a Super Bowl team. No, they wouldn't have won the effing Super Bowl. 
but it was so, almost close uh, to making the playoffs. Dude, you don't have to win uh, the Super Bowl to prove something works right. or not. Like it, it almost, it almost got them back to the playoffs. It was. Cam close. kicks it outside against Seattle. They win the game. If freaking Cam didn't get Rona and we had to start, not Brian even kicks. No, 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 not even kicks it outside. He just jumps over the pile. Like he didn't he have to just, kick it out. He kicked it outside this weekend against Arizona and walked right in. That's yeah. all he had to do. Then I mean, he threw a nasty stiff arm. Yeah. He's still scores. Give me so then throw, so then throw. Then a they beat Vegas three zero. He doesn't get COVID. They go to Kansas City. They dominated that game. Brian Hoyer just decided to exist. So who knows what <laughs> happens there? He doesn't fumble against Buffalo. That's another one. They weren't that bad. They did beat the Chargers forty five nothing. That was kind of fun. And they beat the Ravens. Like I mean, so so there's that. And Next then mighty Belichick Ravens. Gets, Belichick gets the clone, right? And now the system's back in place, and this team is absolutely balling out. Like Mac Jones is not. He's not going to set records, right? Past like big time number records, like TDs, passing yards. Like you realize when Brady was setting those records, they weren't winning Super Bowls. It's when he was playing, like I think maybe one of or two of the Super Bowls Did they I won. Send it was you like guys they the were playing today? standout. I'll send you it right like, now. Brady like, would have won at, MVP 2016 if he didn't get suspended. That's for sure. You look at 2019. You look at 20 or whenever they. You look at was it 2018 beat the Rams? 2019, whatever. You look at. Mo- Majority of the years Brady's won a Super Bowl, he hasn't been statistically phenomenal. He's just been go efficient. through what I just sent you guys. He's just been he's just been efficient. His MVP season. So he has three su- the Super Bowl. He has three Hall of Fame careers. He oh, is the I saw first something part- like this. I'm not. He's his first thing, part of his career yeah. when they went through Super Bowls. He's tearing up Hall of Fame career, and then he has 2007 to 2013. He wins two MVPs. He passing leader. Blah blah blah. It's basically in those six years with a missed season, he's like 30th on the all-time passing list just on in six years. But they don't win the Super Bowl. They almost go perfect season, then they lose to the Giants twice, whatever. And now Oof. it's now it's 2014 on. He's won four Super Bowls. He's won an MVP. He's freaking insane. So very Hall of Fame. The thing is that he's not going to be perfect every game. He almost lost the. It, it, when they won this, the Super yes. Bowl, he was down like a million Brady, points in every single Brady's, game. Brady's like most elite level. So 2007 to 13, he was six and six in the playoffs. In 2014 yeah. to present, he's 16 and three. And before that, I don't, I don't know, something like that. Because 12 that, and three, because 12 and two. When you when you're putting up these amazing stats, your strengths are being exposed, and teams are able to game plan for you easier. I bet you he's throwing all these numbers because they probably had maybe they didn't have as easy of a time running the football as they should. Randy, <laughs> so. They, they become F- very there F- Randy's got to be down there. <laughs> like, like what? What do you game plan for the wing of page? Are you really gonna? Ex- if you're, let's just say you're an elite. Let's just say you're an elite team with an elite secondary, an elite pass, elite pass rush. Like, are you really? Are you gonna? Let, I'll use the Rams for example. Are you gonna designate Jalen Ramsey to one on one and shadow Jacoby Myers? Like, like, are you seriously gonna do that? Are you gonna like? Who are you gonna put on like Hunter Henry? Are can you really stop the Patriots' run game? Is Mac Jones? threat his numbers don't say so well then he also then but then mac jones is the guy who beats you like and you look at the patriots run game like is ramondre stevenson a rookie from oklahoma really going to beat you and then he ends up beating you right and you look at their defense like you're like what what who's the aaron donald of their defense who's going to come and sack me that here comes matthew judah around the edge to take you down who's going to pick me who's like if i all i do is don't have to throw a jc jackson who's going to pick me off devin mccord is going to come pick you off That's who's pick. like the patriots have all these the patriots have all these kyle duggar's playing these, really well the Patriots have all these guys that it's just like. I don't think Luke likes they're, this. They're no, on I'm paper. fine. You, you look at them and you're like, I have something to say, but I'm fine. They're not that good of a team, but they just beat us because they're more efficient than you are, and multiple guys are going to make plays. But that's just that's the reality of it. That you, it's tough to game planning as a team that every player is equally as efficient. It's just other than Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith excluded. He's trash, but mm-hmm. everyone else is equally efficient. Luke, nuts. Uh, the only thought I have, or not the only thought I have, but what I was just be- basically going to say is the difference really is, um, and I don't really know if it's Mac or if it's Bill, but it's just the understanding of a rookie quarterback. Like you see all these teams with, usually if you have a rookie quarterback, that's good. And a rookie quarterback that's starting, you're a rebuilding team who stinks. So you kind of need your quarterback to go out there and make plays, make big plays. Like Trevor Lawrence is struggling because. Urban Meyer, A, is an idiot, and B, 
most of the time they're down and they probably want to see what Lawrence can do. So they go for, you know, 50 yard bombs. Like they try to go for the Hail Mary play, not literally, but like they go, they go for deep shots that Trevor Lawrence tries to force. Same with Zach Wilson. We saw that against the Patriots in week two or whatever. He, he tried to throw the ball way too far downfield and got picked off four times. The understanding that Mac Jones is a rookie by both him and Bill to put in positions where he's throwing these eight, 10 yard passes um, is really what's benefiting them because they're not having him push the ball down the field with, you know, 30 yard bomb after 30 yard bomb. They're realizing, okay, we have a rookie who excels in the short game. We have a really good running attack. Let's let him settle into the NFL this season, not try to go deep a ton. We're going to be good enough where we can have these little, you know, five, six yard pass plays to couple with, um, I don't know what their exact numbers, but I would assume their, uh, uh, yards per carry is somewhere in the fours and fives, which is probably pretty good. So a couple with that, well, they do run it a lot. It's been they do run the it a lot. Weeks, but and then when they the pass it, the they, year, they weren't even top 20 in rushing in the first six games. They were not good the, rushing football. They, they run the ball a lot. And when they pass, they don't like, I don't know how many, like the only thing that comes to mind is the Kendrick Bourne touchdown against the Cowboys. Like yeah. that's really the only big play. And that's not like, that's what you want to do with your rookie quarterback. You don't want him throwing the ball 70 yards downfield and, you know, hoping for the best. Like you want him to establish himself and kind of settle into the NFL. Cause it's a heck of a lot different than college. So I think both him and bill, have done a good job of recognizing that he is a rookie and he's not Tom Brady and he's not, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Like he's not going to drive the ball all by himself downfield. They kind of need to settle it down a little bit and they've done that. And that's kind of why they're succeeding. Yeah. Well, the biggest so, thing is also the offensive line, but they, they, the offensive line is such a good job of blocking for the run game that you, you, you look at earlier in the year when you know, maybe they weren't, the offensive line wasn't as as of a groove. You get to first and second down. You try and run with Damian Harris. You get two yards. All of a sudden, it's third and eight. And then you're like, "What do we do?" You know, these short passes aren't going to work every single time. They work ninety percent of the time, but not every time. And then you leave yourself in tough spots. And that's what got them into trouble where they were struggling to score points at the beginning of the year. Well, that's well, first off. That's that's from just not being aggressive either. That's not letting Mac do his thing. And then also, he's done a really good job. So a lot of their plays are you know in the five to ten yard range, and that's similar. That, that's basically what he's good at. And then he's also really really good at what you saw last week to that pass to Jacoby Myers is those touch passes. You know, on those third and sixes, third and five. I mean, that's really where he is his best. That's where he's at his best is when he's able to, you know, have those touch passes. He can put it, you know, wherever he wants. He also had a really good throw to um, Hunter Henry, uh, did a corner towards the sideline. He made a really good catch. That was also a really good throw. Um, But you just see, like, he has, like, the intangibles. He doesn't have a great arm. Doesn't He's not the fastest. But he has what it takes to be a really smart quarterback and a really good quarterback because he doesn't try to force anything. He knows his strengths. He knows his weaknesses. So he really just tries to limit it. Like, okay, this is what I can do. Well, let's just keep doing that. And also I think the funny thing is, um, uh, I just, I think this is like, this is kind of ironic too, because we talk about, you know, how Mac Jones, um, doesn't throw the ball far, you know, down the field, blah, 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 all that crap. Like, Tom Brady's rookie season, he averaged 6.97 yards per attempt. Mac Jones averages 7.2. Like, and you really look at that when compared to the league. Like, now Mac Jones ranks it's tied for 17th in the league in yards per attempt. Yeah, that's like, it's not great, but you know who that's more than? Patrick Mahomes. And you want to talk about Mac Jones? Mac Patrick Mahomes averages seven point one yards per attempt, which I still think is I think is mind blowing. One of Patrick Mahomes, it's more than Matt Ryan. I'm looking at it right now. Um, well, Mac know, Jones, it's, it's, or not Mac Jones? Patrick Mahomes hasn't been driving the ball downfield more. It's, it's he's, yeah. like he's been throwing more like dump offs to his running back stuff like that. That's why it's lower. Yeah, he's I mean, not just then, throwing it to McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill fifty yards downfield. He's 
over the last like four weeks when they've started to get into a groove, Mahomes hasn't been forcing the ball and he's been eliminating the turnovers. Well, it's still more than Patrick Mahomes. And this is more talking about Mac Jones, a guy that we've deemed does not take many chances. It's also the same number as Justin Herbert, who we know he's got two. He's got Mike Williams, especially a big deep ball threat. Keen Allen's also a very efficient receiver. Throws a lot to Josh Palmer downfield and, and Guyton. Um, and it's, it's, one less than Jameis Winston, too. I mean, Jameis Winston, I mean, Jameis Winston has, has been known to take big shots downfield as well. I'm not saying he's great, but it, it's 7.2 yards per attempt. Like, and you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's 7.4 yards per attempt. So it, it's Tom Brady's 7.6, 7.5. So you, you, I think at the end of the day, it's not, it, teams look at that and say, he, you know, we're going we're gonna to game plan for him underneath. But in reality, Mac is almost as deadly over the top as he is underneath. I mean, you've seen some of the throws he's made this year. I mean, he's had some serious back shoulder big throws. I mean, that big touchdown to uh, Kendrick Bourne yet last week, that was a great throw, a deep throw too, a bullet throw. Really, I mean, he's thrown, had separate throws to, I think, he's had something to kill Harry. I think he's had one to Aguilar, just good shots over the shoulder. So, like, as, as well as Max been underneath, people underrate his ability over the top, and that helps his team win games all day long. Not to mention he's also top five, top 10 in quarterback rating this year, which is also great. It's the Baker-Mayfield effect. I always go back to Baker because I really like him, and I think he can be good, but he, the Browns effed him up so much. Um, his freaking rookie season, 7.7. What was Mac at? 7.2. Is that what 7. he's at? 2. 7.2. So... Uh, that's a half yard. That's not an incredible difference, but it's still a significant difference. 7.7. Dude freaking threw 14 interceptions, and then he threw 21 interceptions the next year. So it's like teams like the Browns, they're desperate, so they let kind of they let Baker kind of do what he wants, and this kind of goes back to Josh McDaniels and how upset you guys were that they didn't really let Mac throw the ball. Again, they probably should have let him throw the ball, but at the same time, it's not a horrible idea. It's uh, well. I, I was gonna say I, at I'm the same. On, I guess if you're on the side of not throwing the ball, I'm on your side. I'm not. I'm not on the side. It wasn't of like that they weren't throwing it. It was the that, plays they were calling. It was when Bolden's been better as of late. But it was the third and eight handoffs to Bolden at midfield. You're 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 conceding the drive. It was the it was the constant toss plays. Like they weren't like. It was just too repetitive that they weren't even like trying to like pick up the yards. Like I'm fine yeah. running the ball. It's just it's got to do it the right way yeah, yeah there's you, no yeah. reason to like force the football down the field you just need to throw it downfield enough to get the first down so like an eight yard throw is not very difficult for him the only problem i do have so i don't mind this every once in a while because you know why not you gotta get you gotta start throwing the deep ball a little bit he, he tried one to Aguilar, it didn't work out but you know whatever second down no biggie pretty sure they ended up scoring on that drive you just gotta throw it downfield every once in a while and I mean, he's been more successful as throwing, like with throwing the ball, you know, obviously shorter. But, you know, sometimes you got to take that chance. I mean, obviously, Brady was kind of the same way. He didn't throw the ball downfield a whole lot, but he still did every once in a while. Wasn't always a completed pass, but, you know, you still got to do it from time to time. Luke, go ahead. I got a thought. I don't know what I was going to say. I I was basically You're talking about. Oh, Downfield, Baker throws, Mayfield being aggressive, yeah. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> but like the Baker Mayfield effect happens on so many quarterbacks, and I don't know why I'm calling it the Baker Mayfield effect. He certainly wasn't the first, and he's definitely not the last. But that effect of teams that are desperate take their quarterback and they try to have them do too much, and they kind of don't get to settle in into the NFL and they don't get to, you know, feel it out. So then their career, I won't say their career is ruined, but it's like it, it takes them a longer time than someone like Mac Jones, who will gradually get better. Whereas Baker started off his career rough and now kind of has to find his way again. Well, you look at, I also think that it, there is some of the Baker Mayfield effects that the Patriots are actually are very I think again I don't know why we're calling it the Baker effect, Mayfield effect is <laughs> there's probably a better term for it but I think yeah, Belichick is aware of whatever this is and literally doing the exact opposite because I think what, what gets saying. quarterbacks well you will use Baker Mayfield for example just for the sake of the arguments you know um hey, give Baker when, some what, love 
what got Baker in trouble his rookie year was that coaches were being too aggressive when they were play calling for him. And you get into spots on it and you get this, this has like a, almost like a different effect on Baker's play, like almost like an indirect effect because you put, put him in the spots like Mac Jones, third and eight in midfield. You put Baker in that situation. I bet you Freddie Kitchens was probably the, I think the coach at the time. It's probably calling Freddy. Baker to throw, probably calling Baker to throw the ball. And at some point, third and eight on the 50, he's only going to face so many, but at some point he's going to throw a pick, right? Because they, because they threw the ball. At some point it's going to, it's going to run into an issue. And all of a sudden, you're giving the opposing team that kind of field position. And then they go down and score. And then you're playing catch-up. And then you have to throw the ball more Baker Mayfield. And then he's throwing more interceptions. So he's throwing more completions. And he's not he's not developing as a quarterback. He's making more mistakes. And now he looks bad. Um, what, this is where I defend Josh McDaniels. Third and eight on the 50. Mac Jones, the defense clearly has Mac Jones figured out. You run the ball to Bolden. If he gets in, it's almost like if he gets five yards or more, it's four down territory. You bring him down there and let's say he gets two yards, you have to punt. Yeah, it's very frustrating to watch the Patriots fan. It's horrible to watch because I, I can't, like, third and eight, you should be passing the ball. And we've been spoiled with Tom Brady so often, he's 100% throwing on third down eight at midfield. But then they punt, they give the ball back to whoever they play. Let's say, let's say the Cowboys, thinking argument, it's cow, pin the Cowboys back inside the 20. And maybe that, that drives more likely than not to fizzle out. And then you get the ball back rather than turn it over at midfield or, you know, God forbid something happens where, you know, maybe he gets sacked or you just don't want to put him in a position where he has to, you don't want to put him in the position where he has to make a super, super aggressive throw when you're trying to be cautious with his buildup. And I get it. It sounds really conservative, but you know, I, I'm going to bring this back to golf. You're not teaching, especially if you, if you want to teach a, an amateur golfer to get better, you're not going to tell them to go for it on a par three or if they've hit that shot. You're not going to go for it on a par five over water when they maybe hit that shot once in a million years. Like, you're not going to have them do that. You're not going to put them in a position to, you know, hit a bad shot, right? You're going to have them lay up. Whether it's biting the tongue and making bogey is probably the result. You just got to deal with it because that's better than making double or triple. While you might make the birdie the occasional time, you're probably not going to. So it's kind of like that, what they're doing with Mac Jones. They're not going to put him in a position where he's more likely than not going to make a bad play and could jeopardize the course of the game. Yeah. Anyone have anything else? Good. Good. Do we want to talk about anything else about the NFL? Good. We're good. Okay. Do you have a stat? We go fishing for one, Brian. Talk about college football, why don't you? Um, college. Out. Uh, it's fine. Um, college football. Let's see. Coming down the stretch, we got a good game on Saturday. You got Michigan State at Ohio State. Basically, I mean, the winner of that game's in great position to uh to go to the Big Ten championship. Obviously, Michigan's still in the hunt if they can knock off Ohio State next week or the uh, two days after Thanksgiving. Um. I like where the playoff stands right now. Oregon's in a is in a place where they can control themselves, but they do have to play Utah twice, a ranked team, so that won't be easy. Um, Oklahoma State, don't don't count them out. They can still beat Oklahoma twice, even though Oklahoma blows. They should beat them twice. That's two ranked wins. Um, that puts them in the mix. Um, it, it for teams to get into it outside of the usuals, you need Alabama to lose to Georgia. That should kick them out no matter what. And, I mean, Oregon loses once they're out. That would give you Georgia, Cincinnati, as long as they don't lose. And that opens it up for an Oklahoma State. Freaking Notre Dame, I hate them, but they won't make it. They suck. It's them. I'll always say, if Notre Dame doesn't go undefeated, they're not going to make it because they don't play in the conference. They lose that last game. They lose that chance to have an extra ranked win. So it will hold them every single year. And they lost I mean, to Cincinnati. Also, so they're not going to get in ahead of them no matter what. You yeah. also look at the rest of that top four. Like there's, I think in my opinion, there's Ohio State, there's Georgia, there's Alabama. Whoever that fourth team in is is going to get blown out in the first round. Like I, we were talking about this before. You look at Cincy. You look at um, it's mainly just Cincy. You could throw a Notre Dame in there. Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State. They will have to play Ohio State to end the year. That's no guarantee. I frankly think Ohio State's going to win both those games. You look at especially the way they absolutely just threw the hammer down on Purdue, put them in their spot. 
Um, you look at Cincy. They had not played anybody. Cincy's going to get blown out in the first round. The, for the first team they play, they're going to get blown out. Um, like they, they, when they played Notre Dame, Notre Dame had an injured quarterback. And I don't frankly don't think Notre Dame's a great team either. Um, so that that's the reality. But the, the thing is, though, this is like the first time where I think there's like been three legit teams doing the national championship. Like it's always two, if that. Usually only just one, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Also, so I feel like so now if Alabama does lose, Cincinnati benefits, especially after these latest rankings. So if Alabama loses, they're out. And then Cincinnati also has um, Houston would probably be their um, conference championship game. Now they're Houston's ranked. Already in it in yeah. yeah. Now they're ranked, which helps mm-hmm. them a little bit. And they but got us nothing. That's a tough game. Yeah. And nothing, but nothing matters unless Alabama loses, which I believe that they should. I think that the Georgia defense is absolutely elite. Um, I don't know if anyone else has anything else to say, but I, I have a statistic. Go ahead. In my hand. All right. This, in the last four games, the New York Jets have allowed 175 points. I saw that already. Next. Last four games. Ah, oh, damn it! It was posted on a very. It was posted on like NFL on Fox or something like that. Like popular Instagram account too. Oh, I'm 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 so sorry. God damn it, Q. Sorry, we can't have my nice God damn it, I'm so Boo. sorry. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh hey, hey, that's hey, a lot hey, of points hey. though. One seventy five. That's bad. That's bad. Oh, and we get Giants Bucks Monday oh, Night Football. Nice. Oh. Um, this week, the 49ers outscored the rest of the NFC West 31 to 20. That's kind of crazy. Because <laughs> the Cardinals sucked. They obviously the Seahawks beat the Rams. Scored zero and points. The Seahawks scored zero points. Yeah. It's kind of trash. Um, it's also, the Niners' sweet. first home win over a year, which is like ridiculous. Imagine being a Niners fan. That is. They going stink. Going home games know. and haven't seen them win in a year. Well, they didn't mm-hmm. nobody went last year, but still. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, cool. Uh, what Brian just did with college football, I'll do with college basketball, I guess. Just going over the games. Great the games. Magic, the magic. This, this, magic. Yeah, we got we got some we got some UCLA good games. It kind of sucks. That's in two weeks, but we'll preview that next week. Nice One try. It's Tuesday. Tuesday the 23rd. Uh, yeah, but we'll do It'll one on Monday. Today. I know, but we'll it's do one on Monday, today. right? Or should I just go through? Let's do it because we, we don't know when we're doing a podcast. Fine, we're going to be home, so doing. who knows? What we're okay, so we, we got a lot of games. Time. If you're somehow watching this or listening to this super early and you skip all the way to the end, uh, watch BYU-Oregon right now. It's probably going to be a good game. Um, but other than that, Wednesday, <laughs> we really got <laughs> what? <laughs> don't be right, right now hour yeah right now like you'll probably catch the second half if it's posted and then you skip all the way to the end somehow uh wednesday nope. michigan wednesday, Hall, great game right now at the half wednesday that is a good game too but you're not gonna be able to catch that one wednesday we really got nothing thursday the only good game fs1 630 ohio state xavier ohio state's 19 they've had some really tough games against not great teams and xavier's a good big east team um i could see Xavier upsetting here, I would probably lean towards Ohio State, but that's going to be a good game. Um, Dude, and I, then, in addition to have you, you uh, Ohio State uh, play a non-conference game against Oral Roberts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, run it back. <laughs> run it back. Uh, Friday, again, not really much. If you have SEC Network, which I don't know who the frick would, um, Kentucky against Ohio might be a good game. Ohio's three and zero. Kentucky is two and one, but their one loss is to Duke, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and Ohio, t- Ohio is a very good team. Could probably win their conference again. They're probably a top two team in that conference. Saturday. Now, I'm sorry, football fans, college football fans, NFL fans who also want to watch college basketball this weekend. The scheduling is not great for you. It never is early in the season because college basketball has to find times to play. That doesn't interfere with college football, but that never, ever happens. So at 1 p.m. on Saturday on ESPN, Villanova, number five Villanova against number 17 Tennessee. That's going to be a really good game in the Hall of Fame tip-off tournament. And then that same tournament later that day at 4 o'clock, Purdue versus UNC. 
Um, I kind of have Villanova Purdue winning those handily, but who knows? Two ranked matchups. You never know. You never know. Those are uh, good games. What the um the one o'clock start uh people really did not consider anyone going to alumni stadium. So that's kind of disrespectful. Oh, yeah, that kind of college and, and then Sunday. I mean, except are we are we talking college basketball being the t- the conflict on Saturday? Yes. This week? I mean Michigan State, Ohio State takes precedent over all of that. That's that's yeah, why I said that's what I said. No, did you, you not bum. hear what I said? Bum. I said people who want to watch football bum. and this bum. it's tough scheduling. And then on Sunday at 1 p.m. when all the NFL games start is going to be the winner of that those two games <clears throat> for the Hall of Fame. Boston College in Utah. Um, <clears throat> and then Monday, Monday again, another Ohio State game against Seton Hall, who was Seton Hall is playing currently against Michigan. And if they win this game, you know, I mean, you also be, got the barn burner Celtics and Rockets on Monday. Who the frick cares about the Celtics and the Rockets? Celtics um, Lakers Friday. Yeah, but who cares yeah, about so, both of those teams? Ohio, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How about the Bulls? I'm a Warriors fan. Freaking running the league. Yeah. Like the Bulls. Yeah, like today. The final score is eight. They won by 18, but they're up 30 with four minutes left. Yeah. Oh, you got the Suns game. The Suns fan. Yeah. Um, and then Ohio, Ohio State, bang, bang, skate, FS1, skate. 6 p.m. on Monday. And then the <clears throat> probably the biggest game in the regular season, Tuesday at 10 p.m. East, Dude, East you still play Villanova at like 11. I'm sorry you go to bed at freaking 8.30. That's on, yeah. that, no, that's on hey, Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. This is a Tuesday. Hey, hey. no one is staying up. No one is that staying is true, up for true. that game. No one's Dude, staying UCLA up. UCLA plays Villanova. It's, it's game day. We gotta get yeah, up. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, no. we gotta get breakfast at eight thirty. Yeah, I'm no, UCLA I'm fine. Villanova at eleven thirty. Breakfast. I know. Again, yeah. Nick, it was on a Saturday. We're doing it. But we're doing it. Um, it was on Friday. Team breakfast for opening the opening day. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. Uh, we're doing it. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, but that game is probably gonna be the game of the regular season. One number one Gonzaga against number two UCLA at ten p.m. on ESPN. Sucks that it's in freaking Nevada. Like, can we stop with these neutral site tournaments? It pisses me off. Play the games with fans at home, or it does it will, home for one team away from the other team. Like, cut it out with these stupid neutral yeah, sites. Let's play, especially uh, especially in Nevada. <laughs> yeah, do the first half in UCLA, do the second half in Gonzaga. Like, no, Duke, Duke Gonzaga is not going to be at Gonzaga at freaking Cameron. Like, no, come on, we got to like Duke Gonzaga wasn't there. there. That game deserves to be at Cameron Indoor. Just like this Buck one deserves to yeah, either be at UCLA or Gonzaga. Like that UCLA Villanova game was 10 times better because it was at UCLA. Like, Jesus, the, is Gonzaga going to play a home game this year? They, they put all, all their matchups or all, all their matchups just Dixie State. Site. Ooh, yeah, they, the, UCLA uh, <laughs> has the third biggest stadium in college football, and they still get more students to go to the basketball games. Yeah. They played the Rose Bowl. Nobody fucking goes. They they tarp <laughs> off the Rose the seats. Well, also the stadium's like seventeen miles from the, from campus. It's ridiculous. It's like an hour drive. Um, but Nick, you're gonna be happy about this. I if I were a betting man, I would probably pick UCLA. Their first. Oh, that means they're gonna I, lose. Nice, Luke. Thanks. Thanks. What do you thanks. mean? What are you talking about? How many times was I correct last season and picking college basketball? I literally don't know. I wasn't counting. Probably a lot. Luke, Luke was uh, correct very frequently. My boy Drew Timmy. Dude, I also no, bet, don't be betting also, against my boy Johnny Buckets. Johnny I Buckets. also bet UMass to win against Penn State, and they won by twenty-five. Um, the Dude, Penn State sucks. Anyone could be Penn State. I could be Penn State by myself. They were I, favored. Um, Dude, we're, are UCLA, we BC, and BC and Penn State match up in the pinstripe bowl this year. <laughs> Six and four. That'd be hilarious. My balls. Um, <laughs> but yeah, UCLA coming into the my season. Want to go to Penn State. Penn State, will, Penn State might give. Penn State will not. Penn State's defense will outscore Boston College by thirty. BC's offense with freaking Phil is elite. No, no, no. Don't no, understand. No, no, you don't. No, no, no. You'll see. You you'll see how Saturday. Penn State how guess we'll see on is. Saturday. We'll see how elite Phil Dracovic is, and how he would who be who in the Heisman conversation and would be the top quarterback off the board next year. Instead, he's going to come back and be the number one. Who are they playing on Saturday? Who are they playing on Saturday? Florida State. Florida State sucks. I'd expect them to, to put They've been better as a 35, 40. Miami. Yeah, they beat UMass 59-3. to They're an elite football squad. Dude, Penn State's going to absolutely body BC if they play. Sorry. Sorry. Body. 
Probably. Nah, BC like, BC's like, you put BC in the Big Ten, they're maybe as good as Maryland or Rutgers. They're just not good. If Phil well, didn't get hurt, BC's 10-0 and in top 10 in the country right now. Just saying. Dude, if, if Sean Clifford didn't get hurt, Penn State beats Iowa State. They definitely beat Illinois. Their only loss might be against Ohio State. They'd still be top five. Yeah, I agree with that. If, if BC would also be exactly where Wake is right now. Phil didn't get hurt. Tough. Irrelevant. Yeah. Can Jason Tatum cut his hair because he's top five when he cuts his hair? And right now he's freaking Marcus Smart chucking up shots. Well, yeah, don't tell Dennis Schroeder to catch his hair because that eight million looks like the biggest eight million dollars in my entire freaking life. He's literally living Mr. up there. Mr. Turnover. No, no, no. You don't know Mr. Turnover until you watch Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry. He literally <laughs> averages Westbrook, like seven turnovers. The fact a game. that it's you time. traded all those guys for him, holy poop. They gave away Kuzma, Casey, Poop, and Montrez Harrell, who's very angry. Who, Montrez Harrell, who's been Montrez balling this season. Yeah, maybe Montrez it's because Harrell, he actually gets minutes. Again, why position for Frank Vogel to get freaking fired? Montrez Harrell averaged like 18 points in the regular season played like zero minutes in the playoffs. Like, what are you fucking doing? Benching him he was in the literally, playoffs. Like, he was like a healthy guy. He was, yeah, he was literally a healthy scratch half the playoff like, games. It made doing? no sense. And then they got rid of Ted Tavius, Caldwell, freaking Poop, and Kyle Kuzma. Like, I Heat check who's Casey Poop and Tretz. Like, I really don't care. <laughs> Russell, like, it, it's an even Westbrook trade, in my opinion. Sucks. I really don't care. Those guys would be doing jacked what the Lakers right now. It he's so bad. bad. The Lakers suck. He's not, he's not bad. LeBron's hurt, A, and B, the Lakers. Also, also kind of convenient that LeBron is coming back on Friday my... in the TD Garden. It's also convenient Just that the Lakers. break his leg. I hope he does. What he do? Okay. Wow. <laughs> and it also happens to be at the Lakers he in the third quarter. So much pain. I, I kid you not. If Framing if Framingham High played the Lakers in the third quarter, they would outscore them. I don't know. Framingham High is gonna be bad this year. <laughs> I, I hope that the let's Lakers, start making bets for Framingham Native No, I already, I already talked to. Wait, I already talked to. Is hold it, on, is it Native talked, minus thirty-seven and a half? It's no, it's thirty-five and a half. I talked to my dad. I first oh, okay, said okay. it was. Fi- I thought I first said it was fifty and a half. And he's like, no, no, no. There's no way that that's true. And then I said it's minus thirty-five and a half. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's probably about right. I would say that. What else can I get on there? What, what, no, thirty. You haven't been. You haven't. Well, you haven't been to the their mic. games. You haven't been to their games there. It's at. They're good, right? <laughs> they're so good. Oh yeah, they're awesome. Big Flyers guy. Awesome. Big Flyers. One hundred fifteenth edition yeah. of Natick Framingham football. My Dude. toes. I can't feel the toes. My four toes. I need to set, <laughs> I need to set foot in Massachusetts. I need to we get got, back to Massachusetts. We, I know facts. We got. Dude, we got it was snowing here the other day. It was awesome. Into the city, like Nick. All your calls I remember from that day. It was Bro. snowing the other day here. It was awesome. Snowed here too, yeah. Dude, we got like a fat squall. I was walking. To, I was walking to get food for dinner. And it was just snow in my face. I was like. We Dude, there was supposed to be snow next Tuesday, but now there's snowball. not supposed to be. I love how Penn State's more south than Framingham and like always 20 degrees colder. I hate that. Dude, it was literally the wind chill the other day. This was in like November. I know it's November, but the wind chill was like 20 degrees. Yeah, like, it's it like that bad. here every single day. It's freaking Ithaca. It's so, so stupid. It's like, why? Yeah, you that's a day. Sucks. Hate it here. I'm kidding. I like it here. You should have here. seen the epic or, Division uh, Three football game that we just had last week. The biggest Division Three football game in the country. The only D3 game in all sports that you can bet on. That's right. The you guys win. League. We lost by one because Oof. play calling was buns. And then freaking RPI beat Union because Union fumbled the kickoff where they just needed to recover and take the knee. So we lost the conference on that game because freaking... That kind of sucks. <laughs> And then they didn't get the odd, the, uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, at large bid into the tournament because they picked a team that had nine wins. We went eight and two with our two losses being by a combined four points to two teams who were top 15 in the country. Who? Ithaca football. Ithaca football is elite. Framingham State's in the tournament. <laughs> or do, you know who, do you know who's really nasty at college football? Not UNE, University of New England. Hmm. Unfortunately, Hassan. Yeah, Hassan. <laughs> <No, I thought laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. The what's the record? There, so. Uh, there they only have one loss. They didn't make the break. Uh, UMass is nasty. UMass the selection nasty. show. Yeah, because I think what, who was it? Salve or WNE? I forget. Who. Uh, 
I out of local, I know Fresno State, but they're the different conference. Endicott made it. Anna Maria made it. Oh, Endicott. Yeah, Endicott's in the CCC. Yeah, so I'm just those are Massachusetts teams that made it. Dude, we got to start a D3 football talk, Brian. Ugh. Yeah, because Ithaca's <laughs> elite and they didn't make the playoffs because the selection committee is a bunch of douchebags. Damn. That's just like Division One. There's a selection committee for Division Three. There's a 32 like team tournament. It's a, it's a bracket. It's sick. Was it on like ESPN 30? It was on <laughs> NCAA.com. <laughs> ESPN, ESPN Deportes. ESPN Nueve. ESPN Dose. Except the Corpus <laughs> Jug game is at Yankee Stadium next year and there'll be 50,000 people at the game. So you should come. Yeah, my my balls, my balls, no balls. Shot. It's, zero it's shot. Yeah, it was crazy. Zero Saturday, shot. we're at the game. It's snowing. It's sleeting. It's raining. It's thirty mile per hour winds. It's hitting your face. It was so cold. Football. Oh, I bet. I think that is a great place to stop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we segwayed about a mile and a half away from our original. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Before underscore podcast. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>